0: chapter two part two of almond blossom this librivox recording is in the public domain almond blossom by olive wadsley chapter two part two between pasquale and francesca a friendship had always existed his good looks must have appealed to any lover of beauty the modelling of his head alone with its darkly shining cap of thick hair was perfect and he had moreover the build slender yet so suggestive of splendid strength of an athlete and coupled with it great height women sighed at him after him for him and to his great amusement and secret satisfaction he was spoilt and he enjoyed it every one ought to be so he declared it does them good whatever direct action results from this course i should feel inclined to lay heavy odds against its being one connected with virtue francesca laughed at him he took off his soft white hat now and greeted her kissing first one hand and then the other with francesca he was perhaps more boyish more genuine than with any other woman he was fond of her he had never dreamed of being in love with her so that he was able to like her and really appreciate her Today he was intensely sorry for her. All the sleeping chivalry of his nature, so long smothered by the weight of his entirely selfish code of life, was stirred. His intuition told him at once that she had suffered, no less than the faint violet stains beneath her charming dark eyes. He leant back against one of the wooden pillars of the veranda and found Francesca a wholly attractive being to watch. Her extreme slenderness, concealed yet beautifully suggested, by her thin white frock, silhouetted against the riot of pink geraniums, which seemed to throw a rose light onto her palely golden hair, delighted him. She possessed, moreover, to a great degree, that inexplicable, almost indescribable power of suggesting at once allure and reserve. Pasquale thought to himself, "She is the sort of woman men want to fall in love with." and other women envy. To-day all that effect was there, but it was as if it gleamed through a shadow. She is deadly unhappy, Pasquale told himself, and he would have liked in that instant to put his arms about her and say, Look here, I know, and I'm most awfully sorry, Faye. But he was quite aware that Francesca would laugh at him, stroke his hair amusedly, and make him feel abominably self-conscious, as it was he laughed at himself for having let sentiment guide him so dangerously his great effort as he conceived at the moment was to enjoy without regret and to avoid without reproach so he said now lightly i like your baby francesca and you would of course choose one with looks she has the advantage too of getting them as it were retail one cannot argue at least whose eyes she has or which side of the family invented her nose he went on talking amusingly of madrid he was keen too on the rexford's returning with him and then after a brief stay driving on to bieritz all silver sea-spray and baccarat and frisius and the most exciting cocktails my dears you must come tony who hated being called my dear considering its application to himself to be one of those peculiarly mosquito-like affronts which it was impossible to resent openly without appearing foolish now lit a pipe and maintained silence look thou not down but up pasquale adjured him with languid amusement oh um, we'll go if you like tony said ungraciously his eyes on francesca then that is settled pasquale suggested watching tony's face between his thick lashes he was as impersonally angry with tony as his type of nature would allow him to be on francesca's account in his heart there burned no steady flame of whitely protective passion to him hurst point was merely a place he had always known which tony had since his succession improved rather pleasantly but he understood francesca's outlook extraordinarily well and tony's not at all and for the nth time he asked himself with a faint shrug of his shoulders why clever women ever married stupid men or why having married them they did not order their lives by their own chosen direction love embodying selflessness had never entered into pasquale's scheme of things one wanted one obtained one's own expression of affection was necessarily regulated by the offering it received he walked alone with francesca in the old garden it was very late they had not begun to dine until nine and now the nightingales were singing and the air held a wine-like intoxication of perfume elusive infinitely alluring a wind like a caress so soft so cool so fragrant lifted the close leaves of the cypress trees and once it was so still a rose broke and its petals fell each distinctly on to the sunburnt earth IT WAS A NIGHT WHEN LONGING WAKES IN THE HEART, CAUSELESS PERHAPS, UNIDENTIFIED WITH ANY REAL THOUGHT OR HOPE, SAVE JUST THE WISH THAT SUCH LOVELINESS MIGHT NEVER DIE, THAT ONE'S HEART MIGHT NEVER MISS ITS POIGNANT, HEAVENLY SWEET APPEAL. IT WAS A NIGHT WHEN UNHAPPINESS IS SO MUCH MORE UNHAPPY THAN IT HAS BEEN BY DAY, WHEN CONTRAST FORCES IT INTO MORE VIVID BEING and makes all the loveliness as well hurt and ache in the wound which throbs so in one's heart. Francesca sought desperately to escape from herself. Tony had vanished after dinner. She had known where he had gone, of course, but she had thought he would soon join Pasquale and herself in the garden. He had not come. A week ago he would have walked beside her, slid an arm in hers, and loved the loveliness with her he might be inarticulate but francesca heard the words he never said and suddenly pasquale's youth his sheer joy of living lashed across the wound in her heart ordinarily his pose was indifference to all things or the cultivation of a taste so eclectic nothing really satisfied but to-night the magic of the scented darkness stripped him of his diseased fastidiousness and made him for the moment a normal being He slid a quick hand through Francesca's arm. It is divine, all of it, isn't it? One's pagan self is called back to the burning past by a night like this, simply to be alive with all the world before one, all of time to dream in, love in, compete in. Francesca, do you know, I feel tonight as if each star were mine to fling over the edge of all the skies if I so wanted. I feel he stopped as suddenly as he had spoken and added his mind divining hers whilst you feel that everything is utterly wrong out of the scheme of things francesca gave a little low laugh my dear boy it isn't any good feeling anything more about it it has happened you see i made it happen i should have been a quite worthless being if i had not done so and I should be a coward and fool if I regretted a decent action. I am neither. I am simply, rather contemptibly, quite humanly, a jealous woman whose jealousy is redeemed a little by the fact that I try to smile at myself when I do not despise my own idiocy. Why did you do it? Pasquale asked with hard curiosity. Francesca laughed again. Why? oh for a reason you will scarcely understand you are too youthfully clever still too old for your own heart my dear because i love tony because i want him to love me because he's so much my small son as well as my husband and because he isn't clever and he has no use therefore for substitutions and cannot understand instead of for the words of course and because all these things being so he must have what he wants if i can give it him i could give him doro you see though i struggled not to then he defeated me because he fought on my side i was thinking only of myself and he thought of me too or you imagined he did pasquale interpolated my dear whatever one believes is true when one loves as long as one does believe it that belief makes it true but if you like i chose to believe tony considered me and so i considered him we revolved in a beneficent circle from which there was no outlet unless i forced one it was a question why should two people be unhappy or one quite happy and die a poor foolish waste so here we are now two of us perfectly happy the third myself if not happy at least good a state which should bring its own reward and never does, I have noticed, probably because one feels such exercise should be recompensed, thereby robbing the action of its value. I seem too to be in rather the position of those dowered ones who are told, because they have, they shall have, a most perverse form of generosity, it seems to me, and merely another method of chastisement, suggesting to my profound mind in this instance the action of those Christmas friends who will give you presents to please themselves, quite irrespective of what they know you want, and then you have to seem gratified. Pasquale, do you know, I feel sometimes as I think a shipwrecked person must do who finds a boat on his desert island and then discovers it has no oars, nor he the power to fashion any. Tony and I both wanted a child so much. We felt, I think, following up my rather poor metaphor that a child would help us to push out into the life off the island where we had become rather narrowed perhaps now the child is there and i don't know what to do and my lack of skill in helping defeats tony's power as well i understand pasquale said quickly and tony's so forward shall we say about this matter because he has not much vision it's a deuce of a risk for one thing i should imagine adopting a child like doro how on earth can one foresee how she may develop it was obvious he obtained a certain trite satisfaction from the contemplation of tony's probable disappointment there is such a thing as reversion to type he added francesca felt how very far away from her he was despite his evident desire to comfort he saw only one crude issue he visioned for her one consolation for her bitterness tony's discomfiture and at once that married loyalty which is so incomprehensible to any outside person a loyalty which will maintain itself perversely under the most amazing conditions asserted itself oh no that sort of thing will not happen she said quietly environment is nine-tenths of this sort of battle sufficiently early environment and we have that advantage you will own wholly on our side my dear look at the world we know ourselves if you need examples i could point to men and women whom we both know now to whom environment has meant everything whom environment has made i grant you they have brains the women more markedly than the men for their sense of values is so much more definitely social and after all as long as a man makes good one is apt to tolerate him easily but one ranks women differently and really their response to environment is amazing i know a woman who is legitimately famous for her wit her charm her general flair for all that is decorative and in a limited sense right in life her nearest relatives are of that class from which doro springs her father made money he had vision he married a gently bred woman and the daughter had initiative and one other great asset the gift of differentiation she could choose she did she chose the right husband and cultivated various eclectic tastes and trained them expensive tastes the right kind give a cachet of exclusiveness quite a number of people have attained eminence through a hobby it is one of the dearest but wisest forms of social imposition only it must be a rare taste this woman collected something and made it her hobby, as she made her children, by dint of study, the real thing. The only detail she overdoes, and it is quite a good thing to overdo in her case, is her extreme indifference to all so-called class distinction. No woman with any position ever really possesses this indifference. One pretends to do so and grades one's parties, or one gives an olla podrida and is furious at the wrong people being mentioned as being present honestly pan what snobs we are every one of us yes adds a flavour to life nothing is so depressing as universal anything haven't you noticed that and snobbishness even if it is cheap makes for gaiety if one hadn't got it life would be precious dull and it's so pleasant to feel superior and it's amusing too when you know that you're feeling superior about a thing you couldn't possibly help anyway you're amused both ways then by the other lesser gifted souls who value what you can't help having and with yourselves for valuing their appreciation tony's voice called out of the soft darkness here francesca answered he came towards them slowly, his cigar end looking like a tiny, travelling crimson star. What have you two been discussing? Social values, Francesca said with a little laugh. And what are they? Things that only the people who don't need them ever have, really, Pasquale said derisively. Tony was standing still. He said now in a low voice, Rather good out here, Fay. what? by jove the honeysuckle smells like an english lane there's glory for you pasquale said with light derisiveness apostrophizing the honeysuckle you smell like a nice neat english lane where reuben and his lass walk heavily his earth-stained horny hand about her well-steeled waist and where the stars shine down demurely here we have only a flood of passionate perfume and the stars blazing goldenly and the very dust is shaken by romance he took out his cigarette case and chose a cigarette and shut the case with a sharp snap tony was on his nerves he longed to irritate him to jerk him from his state of fatuous baby worship it was absurd and francesca's beauty a certain note which had trembled in her voice when she had answered tony's call so swiftly fed his anger inconsequently he wanted life all that was lovely in it to be for him alone that night he resented a state of things which offered him personally nothing he said deliberately after an instant's pause where have you been all this time tony at once francesca began to speak Pasquale knew she did not want the answer. Tony's stolidness was not easily shaken. I went up to see if Doro was all right, he said. On such a night, Francesca quoted, "Is anything special tonight?" Tony asked anxiously. Pasquale went off into fits of laughter. A servant passed carrying a lantern, and for the moment his beautiful laughing face was clearly visible he looked like a fawn in the passing flash of gold a fawn delighting maliciously in his power end of chapter 2 part 2 of almond blossom recording by mary